1: Hey there folks, this is Matt Welch, the sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this Rapid Reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, let's dive into the uh, into the fun times from Friday night as, uh, as playoff football resumed uh, throughout Texas. I was out in Garland, I was at Williams Stadium for the area-round playoff showdown between Allen and Rockwall, um, you know, a matchup where... If you've been around the Allen program in recent years, you're aware of just how uh, much of a white knuckle ride these second round matchups can be for Allen. Really, uh, you know, historically the first the first part of the postseason where a team pushes back against Allen. Um, you know, I uh, I dropped the number in my uh, in my preview piece for uh you know for this game earlier in the week that of the six playoff rounds. Um, you know, since 2012, Allen's average margin of victory in the second round, um, has only been 14 points. The, uh, the, sl- the smallest margin of victory of any of the six rounds. So, Definitely, some precedent to suggest that Friday's game had the potential to be much closer than um, than any Allen game has been this season. And sure enough, that uh, for, that trend held form. Uh, this game is uh, ultimately a victory for Allen, 52 to 40, in a uh, just an absolute shootout. Um, you know, in sticking with that aforementioned uh, margin of victory, this is now the fifth time in the past seven years that Allen has uh, has won a game in the second round by 14 points or less. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was one where. For really the first time all season, you got to see a team truly test Allen over the course of four quarters, putting Allen in a lot of situations that they have not yet had to face this season. And, um, you know, I said it all year long that I wanted to see Allen in a game like this, just to see how they handled the mental rigors of, um, of, of having a team that would not go quietly into the night, because make no mistake about it, Rockwall did anything but go quietly. This was as aggressive a te- as I've ever seen a team play Allen, for reasons that I will uh, I'll get to in a bit but yeah this was just a I mean obviously yeah you look at the score you see 92 combined points uh, just an absolute shootout on both sides of the ball um, you know just 1131 total yards of offense no punts there were nine total fourth down attempts so uh, certainly not exactly for the uh, for the faint of heart when it comes to uh you know conservative game planning this was a um, very much a team where both teams were um, were playing for keeps um, you know despite you know those gaudy uh, those gaudy numbers overall for the game the uh, the majority of that production happened in the first half. Uh, this was very much a uh, in a sense almost a, uh, a very defensive minded uh, second half at the very least from a uh, you know from a point standpoint and that was really um you know kind of where this game helped really turn in Allen's favor because Rockwell had as much success as you can conceivably have against Allen's defense in that first half. Um so just comparing, you know, first half output to second half output in this game, uh, Allen allowed 450 yards in the first half. Uh, I mean, think of that first off that 450 yard 2 yards. Um I mean that's on pace for over 900 the entire game. Um you know, Rockwell did not have 900 yards of offense overall. Um you know, Allen allowed 452 yards in the first half, just 152 in the second half uh versus 33 points allowed in the first half and only seven allowed in the second half. So, um, you know, second half adjustments very much working in Allen's favor on Friday. Um, you know, talking with Coach Gamble afterwards, essentially just boil down to just Allen tackling better. Um, you know, they, uh, one thing that Rockwell had a ton of success with, um, especially in the first half of this game, was uh, their execution on screen passes. Just look at the first play from scrimmage when Rockwall goes 81 yards on a screen pass. that looked like a tunnel screen from Jacob Clark to uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba for a uh, for a shot across the bow. Uh, just 19 seconds into the ball game for a quick 7-0 lead by Rockwall. Um, you know they had success with those screen passes. They had some success throwing down the seams. Um, I mean it was just a uh, A strong, strong offensive half for Rockwall. Allen defended those screen passes much better, especially from a tackling standpoint um, and pursuit. Um, They generated a much steadier pass rush. You had guys like Seth Mason, Brendan O'Brien, among the Eagles who racked up sacks in the second half. Um, Yes, just a far more familiar performance on defense by Allen in the second half against a, a Rockwall team that I believe... Outside of one series, advanced into Allen territory on all um, on ten of its eleven offensive possessions in uh, in Friday's games. So a bit of a uh, some bend don't break defense, um, but yeah, and that was I mean Rockwell's defense played you know pretty well all things considered in the second half. Um, you know, as well against Allen, uh, you know, despite on the first play of the, uh, of the second half, Grant Tisdale was able to rip off a 54-yard touchdown run, but afterwards, Rockwall was able to force Allen to settle for two field goal attempts on the uh, two subsequent drives, um, but uh, yeah, this was a, uh, a game where I mentioned Rockwall played um, about as aggressive as you, as I've ever seen a team play Allen, and you kind of, I mean, the credit to them because like you kind of have to in, in a game where this was that had just you know elements of a shootout written all over it with just how with just the ease in which both offenses were able to score early on um you know it was definitely the uh the kind of game where you know Rockwell knew it would have to take a few chances in order to be able to keep pace and uh boy did they ever uh Rockwell uh let's see Rockwell attempted seven fourth down conversions Um, they went just three of seven and that was another area where, again, despite the, uh, you know, just the gaudy overall statistics posted by the Rockwell offense from a sheer efficiency standpoint, you had Allen's defense forcing four turnovers on downs, um, just yeah i mean that's the most the team's had in a single game in, in a long time and yeah i mean it was emblematic of just the kind of uh, approach that Rockwell had to this game to where no no situation was uh, was off limits for them in terms of uh, attempting to go for a uh, you know go for the kill um but yeah Allen's defense was able to force four turnovers four turnovers on downs including a couple that were uh you know in in the red zone So some very pivotal stops by the defense there in a game where, I mean, yeah, Rockwell had, I mean, they had as strong an overall output as you've, as Allen has, you know, allowed an opponent in in years. But nevertheless, yeah, those four turnovers on downs really kind of, uh, you know, helping, helping save face on a, on a really up and down night for Allen's defense. Um, Let's see, they only, I mean, and not only did they attempt, you know, seven fourth down conversions in the game, Rockwell also attempted four onside kicks. Um, didn't recover a single one. Allen was able to either uh, either catch it, knock it out of bounds, um, just do whatever they could to uh, you know come through on special teams to prevent Rockwall from getting an extra possession like that. Um, it was only I only counted one true trick play out of Rockwall. Um, you know, it was a halfback pass from uh, running back Zach Henry to uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first quarter that resulted in a uh, in a six yard touchdown, I believe. Um, you know, cause when I'm thinking of just teams in the past that have approached Allen the same way, um, you know, Arlington Martin's the first team that comes to mind and just those, you know, those crazy, uh, third round playoff games in 2014 and 2015, where you had, uh, you know, Bob Wager and co just emptying the, uh, you know, just throwing the kitchen sink at Allen with just the, the bevy of trick plays that they would uncork and, um, you know, very, very, very similar from a uh, from an aggressiveness and a fearlessness standpoint. But um, I think even uh, even more so with uh, in the case of Rockwall on Friday. Just uh, I mean, yeah, they uh, <laughs> that is a t- that is as, as fearless as I've ever seen a team play Allen. And um, yeah, it put Allen in a lot of situations that they haven't been this season, including really uh, you know thinking really the first time all season where this team has had to stage a critical fourth quarter drive. And uh, this happened on Allen's last offensive series of the game. This was, you know, with about started with about seven minutes left after uh, after Rockwall pulled within 45 to 40. On a uh, let me see what the score was on a on a one yard QB sneak by uh, by Jacob Clark. That was the only points surrendered by Allen's defense in the second half. Uh, you know this came about midway through the fourth quarter on a one yard QB sneak by Clark. Allen gets the ball back. You know leading forty five to forty, and obviously given what Rockwall's offense had done to that point, Allen's gonna play a game of keep away, and they, obviously they don't want Rockwall to touch the ball the rest of the way if they can. Uh, you know, if they can uh, if they can do so. So um Allen's you know, Allen had kind of been favoring the uh, the run, you know, all throughout this game on Friday. Uh they decide to approach this drive with nine consecutive runs. Slip between Grant Tisdale, Selden Manning, uh Grant Robinson. They even had uh you know Justin you know, Justin Hall, one of their backup running back one of their backup running backs, uh get in on this drive. They advance all the way down to the uh the Rockwall 37-yard line inside the uh, inside the final two minutes, and then they uh, they go for the jugular. <laughs> they dial up an RPO that leads to Grant Tisdale dropping a pass right in the uh, right in the pocket over the middle to Theo Weiss. He is able to break one tackle, sidesteps another, and then just outraces the rest of the Rockwall defense to the end zone for a 37-yard touchdown, and really the uh, the coffin nail score of the uh, of this uh, of this fantastic back and forth ball game it was um it was wild just because it was only the second completion between Tisdale and Weiss on Friday i mean you're talking about one of the state's you know most uh, most revered quarterback receiver duos And, um, you know, rockwall they did what, you know, a lot of defenses will do. I mean, they just threw nothing but double teams at Theo Weiss, which, you know, which limited the amount of times that he was targeted. I believe overall in the game, he was only targeted three times. Um, you know, he finishes with the two. You know, Wiese finishes with two catches 44 yards. So, while not just a uh, the uh, you know the usual eye popping statistical numbers that Wiese will uh, you know, will rack up, certainly from a sheer momentum standpoint and a timeliness in terms of execution, as uh, as big a touchdown as those two have recorded in their uh, you know in their three seasons, you know, throwing the ball together. Um, yeah, and it gave Allen some uh, some much needed breathing room with um yeah to give them a the 52 to 40 lead with 142 left in the ball game rockwall gets one last attempt to try to make something happen uh you know they're not able to get in position to get any uh, to get a touchdown they have to you know throw up a jump ball on the uh, final play of the game that results in an interception in the end zone and yeah allen is able to preserve the uh, the 52 to 40 victory in their first really uh their first true test of the uh, of the season a game where uh there was again coming in you knew that uh just given just given what they had done up to that point that rockwall was going to be able to make something happen on offense in a way that no other team really has against Allen this season the talent is certainly there between you know their quarterback Jacob Clark and um you know the aforementioned star receiver uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba who i mean i mean you'd have to who oh boy i'd have to dig back through the archives to find a uh, to find the last time that a uh, that a single player had as much of an impact against Allen as uh, as Jackson Smith and Jigba did on Friday, he was my first time seeing Rockwall. First time seeing Jackson. Um, yeah, it was it was as advertised. He had 14 catches for 267 yards and three touchdowns. Um, maybe the, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. You know, maybe I'd have to dig back to maybe the, uh, the Dutch fork game, the South Carolina school back in, uh, 2014. I know they had a running back that, uh, that feast on Allen's defense pretty smoothly in that game. Um, but yeah, you just, you just don't see a single player. Have the kind of uh, the kind of night that uh, that you know, a player like Jackson Smith and Jigba had on Friday against Allen. Uh, yeah, just some impressive stuff. There was really no answer for him. I mean, he did get dinged up a little bit in the second half, and that kind of hindered his availability over the back half of the game. So uh, that was really the only thing that could slow him because yeah, he was. I believe he caught every pass that was thrown his way, um, including everything from screen passes to stuff. You know, intermediate, deep. Um, you know, he you know was you know he catch the ball and be able to, you know, persevere through contact right after, I mean, uh, he was just, his hands are just, imp- just it's so impressive. I mean, I cannot speak highly enough of just the kind of performance that, uh, you know, the Jackson Smith and Jigba had against Allen. And um, like I said, it was the... Uh, they came out swinging, you know. Rockwall scored on its very first play from scrimmage, so that right there should have been a sign that uh, Allen was going to be in for a uh, for a game unlike any other they had had this season. That um, that score was actually the first of four one play drives in uh, in Friday's game. Um, the only one for Rockwall. Allen had three, um, you know, to its credit. Including a uh, an 83-yard touchdown run by Selden Manning, one-play after a turnover on downs that put Allen up 28 to 20, and really the uh, kind of the first true surge in Allen's favor in uh, in Friday's game. Then later in the first half, they added a, a a 75-yard touchdown pass from Grant Tisdale to who else but tight end Elijah Fisher, the big fella number 95, rumbling in from 75 yards out. For um, certainly one for the uh, for the career highlight reel for Elijah Fisher, and then um, you know Tisdale had the 54 yard touchdown run to start the uh, the second half. Um, so yes, some uh, some big plays in abundance. Like I said, this was a uh, something straight out of the Big Twelve playbook with just the kind of shootout this was. Um, ultimately, though, it was just a uh, just a more efficient night for um you know for Allen. Allen had 10 offensive possessions, uh, seven resulted in touchdowns. You had a, f- a field goal, a 43-yard make by uh, by James Griffith. Um, you had one that was a lost fumble, one with a missed field goal, versus um, Rockwall going just six out of 11 in terms of points of its uh, offensive possessions. They had 11 offensive possessions, six resulted in touchdowns, four resulted in turnovers on downs, and one, their very last possession, resulted in an interception. So just an overall more. Effective efficient night, um, you know, for Allen in a matchup that was uh yeah, just a game that uh Unlike any that they've had this season, and you know, like I said earlier, um, you know, I I needed to see a game like this from Allen, just to know how they would fare in a uh, in a competitive back and forth game, um, just how they handled the mental rigors of a contest like that, um, you know, just not not, not so much looking to see how things ha- how it impacts from a scoreboard standpoint or whatnot, but just how they uh, does Allen show any cracks mentally? Do they commit you know the uh, penalties out of out of emotion, which I've talked about in the past, penalties have been an issue for Allen at points in this season. You know, do they have any execution elapses? Um, you know, so this game definitely helped answer part of that question. Um, you know, now who knows what happens if they find themselves in a situation like, you know, the Woodlands or Austin Westlake where they have to dig out of a, you know, a two-three score deficit at halftime, you know, because fortunately Allen was able, like I said, Allen's offense was, you know, firing so efficiently that despite Rockwall's success, Allen managed to match them step for step every time time until they were able to get a lead um you know so again there's still challenges out there that remain obviously the the degree of difficulty is going to only amplify you know as the in these subsequent rounds of this playoff run however long it lasts for Allen. and um yeah so they move from uh you know, from one uh, from one emotional victory to a game that I'm sure won't be lacking in uh, in emotion. This uh, their next round uh the game in the regional semifinals. This will be uh, Saturday, December first, one p.m. out at McLean Stadium in Waco, um, on the campus of Baylor University, against the Woodlands. That's right, the Woodlands. Remember those guys? Remember the Highlanders? Uh, this will be, uh, the first meeting between these two teams since uh, 2016, the state semifinals obviously you're aware that this is the uh that was the last team to defeat allen back in that state semifinal matchup allen has won uh, i believe now this is what 28 consecutive games since then and they will get a chance to uh, to avenge their last loss um yeah for uh, set in a uh, in a week should be a, again I'll dig more into that matchup in the days to come uh, but yes obviously out on the woodlands no uh you know no shortage of motivation for the eagles in this one given the history between these two teams and um yeah all right so let's round this out with a look at uh just some individual stats from this uh from this wild and crazy area playoff game um, let's see. First off, some overall team stuff. You had Rockwall finish with 608 yards of offense versus 523 for Allen. Um, you know, both teams kind of reversing how they uh, how they did their damage with Allen. It was on the ground 321 yards of offense versus 155 for Rockwall. Meanwhile, the Yellow Jackets throw for 453 yards as a team versus 202 for Allen. Um, let's see some individual numbers for Allen. You had Grant Tisdale efficient as ever. He goes 11 of 13 through the air for uh, 202 yards passing and two touchdowns. I believe he didn't throw an incompletion until the second half. Um, you know, Tisdale adds 150 yards on the ground on, and two touchdowns on 20 carries. So again, he's like he's in recent weeks he has kind of emerged as their uh, as their leading rusher. It seems in every every box score that I see, it seems like yeah, I mean not only is he you know being asked to do his usual uh, you know efficient workload passing the ball but i mean yeah just routinely getting into the 15 to 20 threshold from a uh, you know from a uh, a rushing standpoint so um let's see yeah Grant Tisdale, a strong overall game you had Seldon Manning with 113 yards and two touchdowns on 11 carries uh, Grant Robinson 11 carries 51 yards and a touchdown and uh, let's see, receiving-wise, you had Elijah Fisher, his lone catch, a 75-yard touchdown in the second quarter. Uh, Bryson Green had three catches for 50 yards. Theo Weiss, two catches, 44 yards and a touchdown. And then for Rockwall, uh, quarterback Jacob Clark goes 28 for 41, 447 yards passing, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, The bulk of that production went the way of uh, receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. He has 14 catches, 267, three scores, as I mentioned earlier. Um, A welcome compliment on the opposite end of the field from J.J. Williams. He has a big game, too, for Rockwall with six catches for 123 yards. Uh, Running back Zach Henry, a strong overall game. He has 24 carries for 118 yards and two touchdowns. And yeah, with that, uh, Allen marches on. We will see what is in store the following weekend. I'll be out in Waco for sure. I'll be covering Alan the rest of the way. They've got my full attention the rest of the playoffs, so um, we'll see. It was a fun one in the second round, though, as they usually are. Um, you know, with Allen these days. And yes, that will do it for this edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast, a rapid reaction recapping Allen's 52 to 40 victory over Rockwall. Uh, folks, you can check out my game story as well as some, as well as some video highlights at our website starlocalmedia.com. And hey, yeah, this has been Matt Welch. Hey, I appreciate y'all for checking this out. Y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend. I will talk to y'all later.
0: Looking to hire top talent in your community?